Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Wiser Financial Advisor Show with Josh Nelson, where we get real, we get honest, and we get clear about the financial world and your money. This is Josh Nelson, a certified financial planner and founder and CEO of Keystone Financial Services. We love feedback, and we'd love it if you would pass it on to me directly at josh at keystonefinancial.com. Also, please stay plugged in with us, get updates on episodes, and help us promote the podcast. And also, subscribing to us at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast service. Let the financial fun begin. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Wiser Financial Advisors show with Josh Nelson, where we get real, we get honest, and we get clear about the financial world and your money. Merry Christmas, everybody. It's crazy. I can't believe that it's already December. And it's interesting kind of looking back. I think this is the time of year when we all reflect a bit on the year. And of course, we're enjoying the festivities and our families and so forth. But I think we're also kind of looking back on the year and what was, and then also anticipating what's coming up, of course, for 2021. But naturally, that's kind of the process that we go through is that we go back and kind of look at the year. And I think for a lot of us, we kind of look and see if it's what we expected or not. I'm guessing there aren't too many people that had 2020 turn out like they thought that it would. And we've talked about the fact that it's tough to fight reality. In other words, don't fight reality. The things that we can't necessarily control around us. And believe it or not, there actually is a formula for happiness around this. So what's an area that you're happy with? If you take a second to just kind of think about one area, we've got all these different areas of our life, maybe our health and our career and our family relationships, things like that. So what's an area that you're happy with or you could be happy about if you wanted to be? And then think about why. Why are you happy with that area? And I believe the reason why you're happy with that area or I would be happy with the stuff that I would come up with is because our life conditions are the things around us. That's kind of what's going on. That's uh, the circumstances in the world and our family and our health and so forth. If our life conditions match up with the story that we have in our head about how life is supposed to be, then that's kind of like our blueprint. Think about that as a blueprint. And so if our life conditions equal our blueprint, then generally we're probably going to be pretty happy because it's matching up. It's congruent. So the formula for happiness is life conditions equal our blueprint. We can put that in an equation. If you just put it in your mind's eye, LC, the letters LC, life conditions equal BP or blueprint that equals happiness. So that's good. If you think about the formula for unhappiness, it's kind of the opposite. So same thing. What's an area in your life that you're not happy with, or maybe you're not as pleased with than some of the other areas in your life? It's not quite matching up. And then think about why. Why is that area maybe not where you want it to be? Why are you not happy in that area? So I would say the formula for unhappiness then is life conditions do not equal our blueprint. So that means that we're unhappy or depressed or sad or whatever adjective you want to use to describe how you feel. Your life conditions don't equal your blueprint and so you're not happy. So again, think about the blueprint 
I'm not talking about like writing it out or some big fancy thing. I'm just talking about the story that we all tell ourselves in our head on a day-to-day basis about the different areas of our life and if we're happy or not. So there's one other one that we need to be aware of, and that's that suffering exists in the world. Clearly, there's a lot of bad things that happen, things that we consider tragic or terrible. And the formula for suffering personally is when we think about that area or any area of our life that we're not happy with, or maybe just the circumstances of the world, the news, whatever it might be, if we're actually suffering, if we're to that point where we're suffering, that means that our life conditions don't equal our blueprint. Again, our life conditions, kind of the state of affairs in our own life or how we're thinking about life is not matching up with the way that we think that it's supposed to be. And... We believe that there's nothing we can do about it. We have no control over it. We're just helpless. That actually is suffering. And there's some different choices. If we get to that point, there's some different choices on how we can move forward. But really, kind of to go back here, think about this. Does this resonate? The formula for happiness, formula for unhappiness, that this can apply to our life in general. But I think it's a little bit easier to boil it down to areas of our life. Because I I think most people would agree that there's at least one area of their life, even if they're not in a great place right now, there's at least one area of their life that they can look at it and say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm generally happy or okay, at least with that area of my life. And so my life conditions equal my blueprint. I think also, just naturally, we're all going to have an area that we're less happy about or maybe unhappy about. And so there's always going to be these areas of our life. And I think we all have at least four or five different areas if we kind of divide out the different aspects of ourselves and our own personal worlds. But let's say that you're in a place or I'm in a place, I think we've all been there, I've been there, certainly, where I've actually been in a place of suffering, where at least the perception is that I believe there's nothing I can do about it. There's no control. I do feel helpless about whatever it is. Let's use an example, a big example, right? In 2020, I think that most people did not expect that we were going to have a pandemic that would shut down the world economy certainly kill a lot of people, make a lot of people sick. I think most people would say that that is not an area that they're real happy with as far as COVID and the fact that this pandemic has had such a reaching impact on their own life, on other people's lives, on the world economy. So there are certainly areas, I think, for all of us that we could look at looking at COVID. Maybe that's something we wouldn't have chosen. But let's say that we're really down on ourselves because of that. Let's say that it's because of COVID, or maybe we've even lost a loved one. Let's kind of take it to the extreme that maybe you've gotten really sick yourself, your health has declined, or maybe you've lost a loved one. And in my career as a financial advisor, I have the honor, I say honor, just because I get to walk through really intense parts of life with people. In my relationship as a financial advisor, a lot of people might think, well, aren't you just dealing with dollars and cents? Well, we're dealing with that. Yeah, certainly we're dealing with math. We're dealing with dollars and cents. But really, we have the kind of relationship with our clients that we know everything about their life. They're sharing a lot of stuff with us about their family dynamics, about their health, about their travel, about their celebrations, all kinds of things that we get to enjoy with them and kind of walk with them. But certainly some of those suffering times, and especially when somebody loses a loved one, and that happens, you know, certainly that happens that people lose loved ones, uh, spouses, kids, 
jobs. I mean, all kinds of stuff that people have happened to them and they didn't really have any control over it. And I, I think in a lot of cases, people do feel pretty helpless. And so they are at least temporarily in that place of suffering. And if you find that you're suffering, or maybe there's somebody else that you love or care about that's suffering, again, our definition of suffering is that our life conditions, that LC does not equal BP, does not equal blueprint, and that you believe that there's nothing you can do about it, you have no control, that it's just going to be this continuous thing, it's never going to get better. In other words, that's actually a place of suffering. So one of the choices certainly is, and I think a lot of people default to this, myself included, it's easy to go there, is to blame somebody else, to blame yourself. Now, ultimately, this isn't a real choice, or at least it's not a productive choice, because it really doesn't do anything. It actually kind of keeps you in that place. It's not productive, in other words, because nothing really changes. So that's option number one would be to blame something, someone else or yourself. You might think about the grief cycle. There's a point in time when people get sad, they get angry, you know, they kind of work through that process. But at some point, you know, towards the end of that cycle, and hopefully that cycle goes really quickly, you know, for you, I, I think it kind of balances around to where sometimes we kind of go back and forth and we get sad and angry and accept it. And then we get angry again and so forth. I think about COVID, I think about the, t- the pandemic that we've had this year. And there have been days, uh, certainly early on, when I think everybody was scared, nobody really knew what was going on, that I would go through the various stages of the grief cycle daily. <laughs> We'd even kind of go through, really, is this happening? Um, you know, it's it's kind of crazy kind of thinking back how bad things were at the beginning when there was very little optics. We had very little idea of how deadly this thing was or uh, really how it was spread, anything like that. So, and certainly saying here in De- December 2020, I think we can see on the horizon, even though we're, we're not out of the woods yet, I think we can see on the horizon that this thing is going to get better. There is a vaccine or more than one vaccine, and those are going to start to get administered sooner or later. This thing is going to go away. So back to suffering. If you find yourself in that place, or if you find that you've got a loved one, somebody you care about that's in that place, they could blame something. They could blame somebody else. They could blame the government. They could blame the politicians. They can blame themselves. And ultimately, it's not really I mean, it is a choice. Certainly, it's it's a choice, but is it a productive choice? Is it something that actually will help? Probably not. So option number two, then, would be to change your life, to change the life conditions back to that formula, that LC, life conditions. So kind of imagine in your mind, that way you can take this with you, kind of think about it throughout the week, is that LC, the life conditions, you can change your life. So there may be things that you can control. Maybe there are things that you can do. For example, let's say that somebody's area of unhappiness, or maybe they're not as happy with that area, is their finances. I'm a financial advisor, right? A financial planner, a wealth manager, whatever you want to call me. But in the end, it's about really walking with people and helping people with their financial decisions and help guide them along the way. It's never our job to make people's decisions for them, by the way. That's not the job of a financial advisor. A good advisor is one that will uh, you know, provide clarity, will provide optics, will really seek to understand the person's situation and use all the tools and resources and everything 
that are out there, but in the end, people get to make their own decisions. So option number two would be to change your life. Maybe there are things, if finance is the area somebody is not happy with, maybe there are some things that that person can change. For example, let's say that somebody feels like, gosh, you know, I'm in debt and I don't have enough money to pay the bills and I don't have anything saved for retirement. I'm way behind. And certainly I've worked with people that are in that place, really starting from square one, or maybe they feel like negative square. They feel like even behind the starting point to get to where they need to be. So are there things that they could do? Well, yes, there's always stuff that we can do. I think there's always areas that we can have some impact over. Maybe it's changing a job. Maybe it's going back to school. Maybe it's taking a look at the budget. In a lot of cases, that's not the most fun thing to do. But I think the reality is, is that we all probably spend more money than we have to to survive. And we probably have some loose areas of our budget that we could kind of come up with some money if we needed to, to get really serious about starting to tackle things like building up an emergency fund, paying off debt, starting to get some money going into retirement funds. Not to say that that all has to happen at once, but in a lot of cases, there are things that people can change. And again, sometimes that means some big changes. Sometimes that means selling a home. Sometimes that means changing jobs, changing careers, even changing locations. In some cases, it means that people are moving to a different area of the country for a job or for a lower, uh, you know, lower expenses, things like that. We've been seeing that a lot from people moving out of high expense places like New York and California, moving to less expensive areas of the country, because that can kind of be an immediate upgrade in people's uh, cash flow. If, if they're able to keep their income the same and get their expenses lower, that automatically is going to be loosening things up. So changing something in their life, changing something as far as decisions, making some real decisions. But in some cases, and using COVID as an example, there are some things that we just can't change. We can't change the government necessarily. We can vote, you know, we can and we can call our politicians, things like that. It's not to say that we don't have any influence, but ultimately we may not have the ability to directly change anything. Accepting the fact that COVID is a thing. We are in the middle of a pandemic right now. It's a deadly virus, extremely contagious. It's something that certainly has impacted all of our lives. Every person on the planet, no matter who you are, no matter what country you're in, this has impacted you to some degree. And that could be option number three, then is changing your blueprint is how you look at things. In other words, the story in your own head. When we take a look inside our own heads and take a look at how we believe life is supposed to be, taking a look at really what our emotional reaction is to life events and things that are happening, it's possible that we need to change the blueprint. And in the end, when we can't change our life conditions, when we don't have any control necessarily or very little control over kind of some force outside of ourselves, then maybe it's time to change the blueprint. Maybe it's it's time to change the story that we're telling ourselves inside our head about what's going on. Now, let's use COVID as an example. And I get, again, the honor to have hundreds and hundreds of conversations per year with different people, with our clients, about their lives, about what's going on. And I can tell you that by and large, people, I think, have taken this pretty well. I think we have all kind of accepted this pretty well and have all kind of looked for opportunities to be grateful for what we do have and to look for what could be great about this. And we talked about this on the podcast recently as far as kind of doing an assessment, taking some time to think about what are all the blessings of COVID? What are all the blessings from what's happened this past year? 
And I can tell you from my own self, there have been many. And there's, of course, there have been negatives too. We could always focus on what's wrong, but we can focus on what's right just as easily. And that really is about changing our blueprint, changing the rules in our own head for how what needs to happen, in other words, for us to feel happy. We have the ability to do that at any time. And we can look at the most extreme examples historically, uh, looking at, uh, you know, the concentration camp victims, uh, you know, certainly things like that. There, there have been some people that have suffered immensely. And ultimately, even they said that there was a choice uh, reading Man's Search for Meeting, Victor Frankl, in that book, he was actually in one of the concentration camps. And the, the interesting thing is, by trade, he was actually a, a psychiatrist, I believe, psychologist, or I think it was a psychiatrist. And he actually made it a practice of studying because he believed in his own mind, he believed he was getting out of there, that ultimately he was going to get out and he was going to use what he learned. So he was very observant of kind of all the interactions with the guards and kind of how different people reacted. Again, horrible, horrible circumstances. I think we would all agree that the these people went through that suffered through the concentration camps back in World War II. So uh, really taking a look at some of the most extreme examples, even Viktor Frankl says that the choice that they still had, though, even though all their freedoms have been taken away, and in a case, uh, in many cases, people were dying, their family members were being taken away and being killed uh, just in horrific ways, but they still had the ability to control how they were reacting, their own emotional reaction to things and their own focus on really what that meant to them emotionally and focusing on the future of what that meant in the future. So I, I think, you know, certainly we can all be in a suffering place. We can all stay there for a little bit. But the two real choices are changing our life conditions, making some different decisions about that area. Again, kind of going back to finance, people have the ability to take a look at their financial situation, hopefully make some changes in there. But maybe there really isn't a choice. Maybe people are just boxed in and there aren't a lot of choices that they have as far as making changes to their finances. Then it's time to change the blueprint. Taking a look at the blueprint. In other words, what are the rules in our own heads about what it takes to make us happy? I've had clients before that have kind of a magic number in their head preparing for retirement and they kind of have this magic round number in their mind, you know, and it could be various amounts, a million, two million, five million, whatever it is. But I've had a lot of people do that where they just have this number in their head that I have to hit that number as far as my net worth before I retire, or I'm not going to be happy. I'm not going to feel secure. And that's okay. I mean, it's okay to have a goal, right? I think it's important to have a goal and take a look at really what it is that, uh, that motivates us. But in the end, for some of these people and all these people, actually, we do the math and we figure out what it is that you're spending and so forth. In a lot of cases, that number is just a number. In other words, when we figure out the income requirements and things that that person really needs, they may not actually need that much. Of course, in some circumstances, they are they underestimated and they actually need more. But in a lot of cases, I think that people don't realize how far their money can go if it's properly planned. So that's where financial planning comes in, doing the math and kind of taking a look at uh, you know different strategies that people can use to make sure that they've got a secure retirement income. So in the end, really, I think it's important to take a look at that suffering place. And if there's any area of your life that you're not as happy with right now, and hopefully there are lots of areas that you're happy with, I think we would all agree that there are some areas though, there's always one area that's a little bit less than the others. And we wish that it was a little bit better. And the reality is instead of just blaming something or blaming ourselves, either changing our life or changing our blueprint. And you know, in the end, sometimes stuff happens, sometimes bad stuff, quote unquote, bad stuff happens. And it turns out to actually have been the best thing. 
sometimes even something like a COVID, a pandemic, somebody passing away, a health condition, sometimes I think you would agree with me that if you look back on your life, a bad thing may have happened, but there were good things that came out of it. So I think it's important that we take a look at our lives and realize that life is happening for us. It's not uh, against us. And really, we can kind of harness our own emotions to create better outcomes, I think, for ourselves personally, and really just taking a look at, do we have control over, and for the things that we don't have control over, or maybe less control over, changing our own blueprint in our head, the story and about how life is supposed to be, and using some of these clients as examples, when they've got that big round number in their head, maybe it's time to change the blueprint. Maybe it's time to change, especially if that dollar amount, that big round dollar amount is too far out there. Maybe somebody has to work to 75, and they don't want to work till 75, but we figure out you can retire earlier. Um, Maybe it means living on a lower dollar amount for income. Maybe it means that nothing needs to change, and we just need to get rid of that big round number in our heads. Uh, again, life doesn't happen for us. It happens, you know, really for our advantage. But certainly we have the ability to take a look at how we feel about it. And in the end, you know, when we break through something, even when it's something really tough, I think that's where we can all be excited about 2021 and going forward is, hey, we made it through this nasty pandemic, this kind of once in a couple generation pandemic. And when you get through something, you know, through something really tough, especially, then the good thing is you're not scared anymore. You get through it. I remember for years and years and years, I was so scared as a kid. I was so scared of bees. I was so scared of getting stung. And then finally, actually as an adult, as a young adult, I finally got stung by a bee. And I realized that wasn't the end of the world. It wasn't as bad as I thought. But in the end, I'm really not scared anymore because I experienced it. I got through something and it was a minor thing, right, compared to a lot of the things that people are dealing with in their lives. But I think you would agree that when you go through something tough, even if it really is really painful, in the end, you can end up a lot stronger on the other end. And hopefully not just for yourself, but for other people that you're able to help. So with that, I hope uh, you have a wonderful week. I hope that everything that we've talked about today is helpful for you. Please pass this on to any family members or friends or coworkers, anybody that it would serve. And that's really the goal here is to make people's lives better and really kind of use the experience of a lot of other people that have walked before us. And in this case, everything we talked about today actually came from Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins would say all this stuff came from other people before him. So uh, I hope that serves you well. I hope you have a wonderful week. God bless and enjoy your families. Enjoy the Christmas season. The opinions voiced in this episode of The Wiser Financial Advisor with host Josh Nelson are for general information only and not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine what may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial, or tax advisor prior to investing. Investment advisory services offered through CWM LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor.